must have a show that goes after the show. The after show. That's what we do here. It's the show. There was, if there was a show that was before the show, uh-huh. it'd be called the pre-show. Yeah. And then there's the show. There's the show. We did the show. It's the show. The show's a show. But then, after the show. And I think Jan does a secret pre-show. Jan, I cannot confirm or deny the existence of a secret invite-only pre-show. You have to use, there's a code you have to enter on the website, an Eventbrite, and you get a you, gen, generate a ticket. Yeah. Uh, I know some people out there got in trouble for trying to scalp tickets for the pre-show. Yeah. No, that's we don't we don't like that. They'll not be invited back. Absolutely not. We're here for the, off of our list of influencers. We're here for the post show where we read your posts and talk about them and talk about Post Malone. That's right. The post show. What's up with Post Malone we'll this see what's week? What's up with Post Malone this what's week? What's happening with Post Malone uh, with Jeff and Ben? Post Malone is selling a seventy-five dollar coffin shaped pool float. Okay. Uh. All right. You got any takes on that? Um, no, I think the only thing I would have to say about that is, of course he is. <laughs> what about, um, um, Postmates uh, let me throw a Denny's party in their app. Free delivery in the party tab. Party started by Post Malone. Oh, well, famous birthdays for July 4th. Malia Obama and Post Malone. Oh, Happy birthday! Happy belated birthday, yeah. Mr. Malone. You star-crossed lovers, you. Oh God! What? I don't know. Is that not? No. Oh. Okay. Don't know. I'm looking through Post Malone's Twitter account. It appears that he is interested in night vision goggles. Okay. I feel like that's a thing that, like, yeah, if you're if you get fucked up a lot and you have a lot of money, you eventually have that meal. Like, dude, we should get some fucking night vision. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like your hours are fucked up because you're performing at night, and so you're just up at night all night, mm-hmm. sleep all day. Yeah, drink all night. Yep. Let's get it popping. Uh huh. I got these night vision goggles. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I got my night vision goggles. <laughs> with Call of Duty that year that they put night vision goggles in the box. They're not great, but they're better than the ones I had before, which were not existing. But I did have a video camera that had that night shot feature if you wanted to make, like, you know, your own weird Paris Hilton-looking sex tape videos. It's really good for that. Do you prefer Guns N' Roses or Post Malone? At this music festival, it's probably about your age. What? That's not a sentence. What? What? You can't end That's that a headline. You, you can't end that sentence. From Nola.com. Oh, it's probably about your age. That's what it's about. Yeah. Okay. But like, if do you, you like old band or new band? Yeah. If you are old, odds are you might like the old band better. I, that's a real fucking like. Okay. If we're talking about like, if, okay, in the context of a music festival, right? Like, who do I want to see, Guns N' Roses or Post Malone? I want to fucking leave. Each of the three nights headliners is aimed at a specific audience. Guns N' Roses is for parents who like loud guitars. Post Malone's is for teens and 20-somethings who don't. Who hate loud guitars. Beck falls somewhere in the metal. (laughs) This is a terrible written article. 
Yeah, that's pretty much if you draw a line. Okay, if Guns N' Roses leaves a station traveling at 40 miles an hour and Post Malone leaves a station going the exact opposite direction, where they meet is Beck. Beck. I think that's, that's where it's at. I think that's two-thirds Post, one-third GNR for Beck. You think Beck is, is closer to Post Malone than... I, I do. Beck's not... But Beck plays a guitar. Beck plays a guitar... But Beck, like, sings about being a dirtbag sometimes. No, the song's called Loser, I think. You'll find. Okay. Well, he sings about being some sort of uh, miscreant, and that's like Post Malone's whole thing. Yeah. Is Post Malone a Scientologist? No. Hmm. I've heard some... Somebody's out of Scientology that was... I was bummed that they were a Scientologist, but they, like, recently got out, and it might have been Beck, uh, which I hope... I don't know. Said Leah Remney. Um, was it what's her face from Cheers? <laughs> Who? Uh, Kirst, Kirstie Alley uh, okay. of Cheers fame. I don't think I would want to see like if you said like, "Hey, do you want to see Guns N' Roses at the height of their fame or Post Malone at the height of his?" Assuming he has reached it, mm-hmm. who could say? Who could say that Spider-Man song was pretty popular? I might say Guns N' Roses. I would be the show I would want to see. At the peak of their career, yeah. Yeah. I, I even I think GNR fucking sucks, but I would rather I'd rather them. watch that show. Yeah. That's that's uh yeah, that article is is poorly written across the board. Though the Undertaker did come out at a post Malone show oh, not that long fuck. ago. So you never know anything can happen at the post Malone show. I <laughs> Anything can happen at the Post Malone show with Jeff. And yeah, ben. that's right. Um, Call in with your stories of what happened to you at the Post Malone show. Yeah. I, yes. We, we, anyone who has seen Post Malone live, we want to hear from you. Um, we have information about how you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can use Discord to get a hold of us live right now if you've got a burning question that can't wait. Uh, if you want to leave a voicemail, say at a later date, you want to. You know, rehearse your your tones, your verbiage. Uh, you want to get fucked up and wait until three in the morning to call us. Um, I, you know, we're not going to judge. Uh, and then, if you're in the chat right now, you can use the ask a question button to ask a question. It's weird how that works. Yeah, I'm. Uh, don't mind what I'm gonna about to do over here. Just uh, making sure. Uh my... oh. Uh oh. Dr. M to the J says, asks, have you ever had a white gummy bear from Jamba Juice? And I'm like, it's a secret menu. No. That sounds like a drug thing. Uh, that sounds like if you walk into a Jamba Juice, which was listed on the DoorDash app as just Jamba, which makes me wonder if they're rebranding. <laughs> Jamba. We do more than juice. We got bad food too. I had the white gummy bear once. It was okay. What is it? Is it actually, is it legit a secret menu item? Yeah. Or is it like a cool new name for ecstasy? <laughs> it, it's a, it, they have like a secret menu. Um, and none of it was like, I, I like the Aloha pineapple. I'm going to get that every time I go to a Jamba Juice. I get the, uh, the orange thing. Was it the orange dream machine? Orange Julius. Or I get the, yeah, I get an orange Julius or I get the peanut butter one i think that's what it's called the peanut butter the peanut one peanut butter one pb1 
Um, what is it? What is a white gummy bear then? If you had one, what's it taste like? What's a white gummer bear is uh, a white b- hummer b- bear b- 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 that ran into Kevin Nash. Four scoops of sherbet. Sherber, that's what it's called, right? Sherba. 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 Lime, raspberry, pineapple, and orange with soy milk and peach peach juice. That sounds fine. Yeah. Sounds fruity. It sounds like most things on the menu. Yeah, it sounds like, hey, we threw some fruits together. Good luck. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Secretmenus.blogspot.com. Is there a good fake secret menu site? And if not, can we start one and try to oh, get, it, yeah. get it like picked up enough to where people start going and trying going to get Going to a stuff? McDonald's and ordering the Hungry Joe. Yeah. The Sloppy Susan. Yeah. What would a Sloppy Susan be? A Sloppy Susan. Okay. If we're thinking about McDonald's menu items. You can expand this to any fast food. Okay. I think a Sloppy Susan is going to be a Taco Bell item where they try to make you a Sloppy Joe out of things available at a Taco Bell. So ground beef. Uh-huh. Uh, they're putting some kind of mild sauce Somebody, in that to wet okay, it down yeah. in a kind of a disgusting way. Yeah. Uh, they're putting lettuce on that. Ugh. And they are putting cheese on that. They've they've got some slice of cheese in there somewhere. I know it. Not shredded. Pre-shredded. Is, is it just like on an open face tortilla? It's. I'm trying to think like what the bun is going to be in this situation. And that's where I'm having the stumbling block. Like is it three tortillas to give... A thickness of a bun. Oh God, this sounds disgusting. Is it? Uh, you know what are we? What are we it's using? The um, uh, the it, chalupa it, shells. Okay, yeah. Okay, yes. Chalupa shells that have been uh, not hardened. They're not. So I guess gordita shells at that point because that's just isn't a chalupa shell just a, a fried gordita shell? Yeah. Okay. So a chalupa shell that has not been heated, but it is soft uh, as the bun. That's a sloppy Susan. It's just lettuce and cheese and ground beef with a bunch of mild sauce in it to make it very sloppy. Sudden Organ says Burger King is selling tacos now. Just thought this was worth mentioning. What? Uh, those have come and gone. I don't know if those are if that's if that's available nationwide or not. The Burger King, the Burger King taco was like uh, at least the ones I remember from years ago. It was like if you took a Jack in the Box taco. And squeezed all the grease out of it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. So I guess this was a nationwide rollout. Fuck, dude. I'm going to totally eat those. It, yeah, it looks like exactly what you described. Yeah, it's like a dry jack-in-the-box taco. Which, it's like a jack-in-the-box taco that actually doesn't seem like it's actively killing you while you eat it. It's like more of a passive And thing. it's got shredded cheese instead of a slice of oh, American okay. cheese. Yeah. But other than that, man. I remember them being all right. Yeah, but there's something so special about the Jack in the Box taco that oh, yeah. I can't. That's, yeah, this imitator. I can't remember the last time I went to a Burger King. Actually, I think when they rolled out their breakfast menu way back, or not way, they're like new breakfast menu. Mm-hmm. New breakfast. Man, how far Burger King fell? Did you ever read that article that was going around about how they went from like basically the the course. The series of decisions that brought them from the number two fast food restaurant to like number five. No, no, over the I didn't. course of like ten years, it was like a combination of a big part of it was the king, like the king. Really, that the dude king, was a massive the king failure. Was a, it was a, it was, I mean, he's a fucking creep. Yeah, that was kind of the crux of it. It was like nobody liked him. 
Yeah. He was I, actively damaging. No, that's, that's, but I, I liked that they went for it. Yeah. I mean, that, that was like Jack from the Jack in the Box ads, even though they're not a nationwide chain. Like, you weren't supposed to like him really either. He was a prick. He was a smart ass. He's a dickhead. All that stuff. But he wasn't creepy. The king is creepy. But like, it, it always felt like they were going for something like the Jack in the Box Jack stuff with the Burger King king. But like in a more fucking white van sort of way. Um, hmm. Yeah, Burger King tacos. I, I need to... I need to know about that. Caseman says, Tenocon happened this last weekend. Have you reinstalled Warframe since E3? I never uninstalled Warframe. I just don't run it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. They announced a bunch of stuff and I read it and was like, oh, they came up with a new FMV intro. Okay, that's okay, I guess. Uh, but everything that was related to gameplay, I just kind of read and went like, huh. I don't know what any of this means because I don't play enough Warframe to get it. Uh, but there you go. Um, Blatant Safe Scum says, Sandwich time, London broil roast beef or honey ham or black forest ham or roasted chicken. I might go for like a London broil roast beef right now. That actually sounds all right. Um but it'd probably uh, it's probably either that or roasted chicken, depending on uh, my mood. Not a, no, I'm not a, I I like ham fine, but I it is it is a C tier sandwich meat for me. It is like I'll eat it. I don't have any issues with it, but I'm choosing almost anything else above it. Um, that's just how I live. Uh, Brad Brains asking with Miyamoto saying he doesn't think Nintendo's online is bad are we just screwed when it comes to getting good Nintendo online options sure seems like it uh, sure seems like it sure seems like it yeah uh, but his response wasn't necessarily directly um, his response was more about the uh, VR and cloud stuff and, and not directly about Nintendo's paid service Uh Miyamoto didn't respond to the question that was about the online service stuff. That was, uh, I believe, Furukawa. Um, that said, I, I don't, I don't see them fixing this. It, it's, you know, it's, it's beyond joke territory. Like it was really fun to laugh about. Like, oh, Nintendo, you don't understand the internet. <laughs> like we're past that now. Now it's just like you look at it and you're like, oh, great, here's another part of this game you fucked up. Um, nice work, I guess, <laughs> on that one. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Chudamaru asks, Taco Bell ground beef as a pizza topping, yes or no? I'd fuck with it. Yeah. I'd try that. It has to be like a bad pizza. I don't want to put that on like a good pizza. Ye- sure. Yeah, like you, you didn't go to like Little Caesars and get a cheese pizza. Like a Little Caesars or a Domino's a of, or something. Yeah, you take, take back what you fucking said about bad pizza. Uh, I'm biased by living next to America's worst uh, dominoes for several years. Okay. Uh, I went to a Little Caesars relatively recently to get pizza Uh and some pizza-like items on the side, and it was a clusterfuck. No. 
there were so many people in there. I, I think someone had come in there and bought a bunch of shit and left. And then when I walked in, they were in the lurch of like, oh, we're supposed to have all this food ready between these hours. That's our whole thing is we've always got a pepperoni pizza between four and eight. And they were like, fuck. And there was a bunch of people in there. Everyone was unhappy. The lady serving up orders like gave some of my stuff to someone who had ordered after me. Oh, uh, So I waited in there even longer. It was just a bizarre turn of events. Uh, it was a bad time at, at the Little Caesars. It sounded like it wasn't even ready. It was not hot or nor ready. Neither hot nor ready. Uh, but they did have in there um, a machine for getting pizza. Uh, they had like an automat style thing of like, okay... Like you or the, so the crux of it was you order on the app, you go to an app and like you you pre-plan this idea that you want Little Caesars pizza. It's not this impulse thing of like fuck it, I'm here. I might as well fuck it. I need a pizza right now. Entire pizza. Fuck it. I fucked up and I don't have the half an hour to wait. So I, I guess I have to go here and get this. Um, you are like premeditated Little Caesars ordering on an app for your phone, and then. They take your order, they stuff it into a slot on this thing, and then you show up with your phone and QR code scan or punch in a code on the thing and the slot opens and you get your items out and leave. But like there are people right there. You could just walk up and be like, hi, I'm Tex. I placed an online order and they could go, oh, right, here it is. But instead, they put it into this fancy machine so you can walk in right next to the cashier and choose and choose to not make eye contact with them, and just get your pizza out of a box, out of a slot. <laughs> I'm all for it. I don't know. What do you think about uh, kiosk ordering at fast food restaurants? I'm seeing more and more of that. I'm, I'm not eating as much fast food these days, but it seems like there's a Taco Bell that I went into to use a bathroom not that long ago, and like you can still walk in and order, yeah. But they also have two full-on touch screens there that you can just do it all there and pay. And it was, this is a low traffic Taco Bell. This is not some airport. You know, it's yeah. not, not like some big city. There's like a, a McDonald's over, not the one on right on market, but a couple blocks over that has those same things. And I imagine it's because of them being busy. Yeah, that uh, makes some sense. But like this place is decidedly unbusy, in my view. Yeah, I don't know. I have complicated feelings because it's like we're getting rid of kind of the only entry-level jobs for a lot of people Mm -hmm. by doing that, which, like, if we had a solution for that, the problem that this is creating, I'd be a little less guilted out. Also, the idea of using a touchscreen to order and then eating Uh isn't the most appealing thing in the world to me. You still might have to touch a credit card machine, though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not a neat freak, and I know there's, like, I'm writing BART, yeah, and like yeah. there's a lot of things, but just something about like being able to see the smudges on the screen. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, I don't I, know, man. For, for me, it's like I, I watched someone use one and it was like uh it was like it was kids. So they weren't paying for the order. Um so they had to fill out the order and then walk over to the person who had been standing there the whole time, not taking orders because they're just standing there, yep. and then say, Hey, I need to pay for this. <laughs> Yeah, and then pay cash because they weren't using a credit card. If you're using a credit card, you can pay right there at the machine. There's a there's a really good article. And it, oh, no, and it was just a bizarre exchange of just like this saves no time and yeah. seems and seems bad all around. But it like it will eventually. Yeah, right. 
there's a really good article that just talks about like as we lose these human like these daily human interactions like uh using like a laundry service as opposed to doing going to a laundromat or um ordering online food instead of like calling a place it's like eroding humanity and making it easier to become uh like callous yeah yeah like just like not not value valuing your fellow yeah loss of loss of compassion sure basically um and like it's even worse for people who work at like giant tech companies and they're there all day and they just like go to the cafeteria and they go like they just see the same people every day and you just lose out and become isolated and and i like it's an old man yells at cloud sort of thing in, in one regard but also like the evidence is there. We're, yeah, we're going that way. It, it, yeah, it, but it, it's yeah, it's like how far do you want to go for convenience uh, versus like any kind of feeling of community? Or I guess like that's the thing is like people aren't necessarily getting community from their local community. Yeah, they're getting it from the internet or something. You know, or like like I feel much more of a community vibe from people i interact with on the internet than i do anyone in my town when i see the people i know who live in town on facebook posting about local issues or when i look at next door and see people being fucking racist as fuck to each other uh-huh. it only underscores that just like i don't want to be a fucking part of that yeah like that's not something i want to engage with even if theoretically like and this is you know like if more people engaged with it maybe it would be better because you could go and say like hey don't be a fucking dick um I don't know. It's yeah, you're you're not wrong. It's it's fucking weird, but also sometimes you just need to get food delivered. Yes. Sometimes you don't want to want to talk to some sometimes you can't talk to somebody. Yeah. Um and then somebody in the chat pointed out a really good point of being a vegetarian and ordering with those makes it so much easier cuz you can just hit the thing like no meat right. blah, blah blah. Yeah. And so like as somebody who's dating a vegetarian like it's a one out of five chance that they actually hear you right and don't yep. put the meat in it right. versus like a hundred percent success with yeah that that, that was always my thing as a kid uh before any of this stuff existed as someone who was ordering hamburgers with ketchup only and no cheese and all this other stuff is like it was it was just this feeling of just like i should and, and back then it was like i should have like a punch card or i should have a i should be able to check boxes on a menu on a thing like a like a fucking school test just fill in the bubbles with the number two pencil. I hand it to them. They run through the machine and then they know what the fuck I ordered and they know that I don't want fucking onions on this motherfucker. God damn it. Yep. Um, yeah. But as we actually go further in that direction, you start to see the other side of it and go like, Oh, this probably isn't, isn't good. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel bad. Uh, we've had somebody on the line okay. like the entire show. Great. Let's just get into it. Let's start talking to him. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, uh, my name's Ken, and I'm from D.C., and I am a city bus driver. Hello, Ken from D.C., city bus driver. What's First of all, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Uh, and what uh, what's that like? Uh, you know, it can be crazy some days, uh, but mostly it's just, you know, folks trying to trying to get to work. Yeah. Um, so a couple of questions. We have been talking about the total dehumanization of people as stuff goes on. Do you, How many people on average would you say 
even acknowledge that you exist as a part of like being a bus driver and people just like get on and, and just like, Ugh. maybe about one in, in five on a good day, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get a, a, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, have yeah. you noticed any movement one way or the other as a result of Fortnite's thanking of the bus driver? Yeah, I've been doing this for about uh, five years now. Um, I'm not sure if it's because of Fortnite or because of like the memes, but kids and teens definitely say thanks more than adults. Huh? Definitely a lot friendlier. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would have, I would have gone, I would have thought like in a normal scenario that maybe it would have been the other way that kids and teens would be a little more silent, afraid to speak to adults, all that other stuff. That's how I was. Um, I, I, what do you think, Ken? Do you think that that's Fortnite? Do you think Fortnite and, 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 or the resultant memes has actually caused that or is it some other unknowable factor? I personally think it's the memes. I see them, you know, on social media and stuff about thanking the bus driver. And yeah. yeah. How has it made you feel the in- increase oh, you know, in like, does, does that make your job any easier? Does it make you feel more valued or anything like that? Yeah. The little thank you definitely, you know, cheers me up a little bit, you know, stressful days. Nice. For sure. Have you considered, getting a Fortnite llama pinata and hanging it somewhere from a visor on your bus to let them know that, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, for sure. That's you might, that, that might be like a further a way you could kind of nod back and be like, yeah. Yeah, I know. The gap there. yeah. Yeah. How are they on like personal items? Are you allowed to like have a cool sticker up? I guess you're not on the same bus every day. Um, but like, can you hang something from the mirror? Is that like, do you get in trouble? I'm not sure if that's like allowed, but that's not something that I would really get in trouble for. Yeah. All right. Well, if you do decide to do something and you notice a change, I would love to hear from you again and and let us know how it goes. If you ever decide to, you know, start just wearing Fortnite clothing exclusively. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't do that. Don't but, do that. But if you do ever acknowledge it on the other end, I want I want to know what people say. If they are shocked, or if they suddenly think you are cool, or if it's like you've reflected a mirror back on them and they are somehow weirdly ashamed. <laughs> oh, I hung up. Do we do we lose Ken? I hung up. Oh, well, Ken. Thank, thank you. you Ken. Thank you, Ken, for the call. I'm sorry, I hung He's up. Got a itchy I, index finger over there. Twitched in it. Ditched. That happens. Awesome, Ken. I could just tell he was going to say something extremely questionable. He was going to say like, "Damn it, Ken! World War One didn't happen." I'd be like, "Come on, man! You can't say that." He just did. I don't think he actually said that. Um, Curiosis says in the UK, the McDonald's touchscreens were tested and they were all covered in poop. People don't wash their hands. Touchscreens a crime? Everything is covered in poop. Everything's covered in poop. Everything is a crime. Every, sorry, uh, everything is permitted. Everything's covered in poop. Everything is permitted. That's the Assassin's Code. Creed Code. Um, 
Yeah, that's, I think, uh, something that I think I have become mostly okay with is the notion that just, like, bacteria and poop is ev- poop is everywhere. Yeah. And you're always touching it. It is always somehow entering your mouth. There's probably a thin film of poop on your teeth right now. Yep. Just wash your hands every once in a while. Yeah. And you're good. Yeah, do what you can. Uh, but, you know, humans were meant to experience and become resilient to a variety of germs over their lifespan. Uh, so don't gargle uh, hand sanitizer. That's straight out. Do not do that. Um, a tea tree asks about this fucking Boston Globe story I saw this morning that made me very angry. Um, it's the classic story of dad pushing son to become esports pro. Oh, I saw that. Kid, kid drops out of school or, or, or stops going to proper high school in order to, uh, you know, practice the, uh, the uh, sports. Uh, and this link isn't working, but um, anyway, the gist of it was that uh, the, that that guy seemed to suck. Um, and like reading that, yeah, reading that story made me angry because it was just like, here's this 16 year old, whoa, 16 year old kid uh, being trapped into a life of Fortnite servitude by his own father. It just seemed like. Remind me of all the stories about like uh, parents going like my young son and dropped out. We we took him out of school so we could practice Guitar Hero for the Wii because that's where the money is. And it was like that's not how any of this works. What the fuck are you doing? They should take your kids away. They should take your fucking kids away. Got any voicemails down there? <laughs> yeah, we do. We got plenty of normal voicemails as we normally get on this normal show. Um, I love normal voicemails. But um, sometimes we also get texts. Okay. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People can text the number. It's true. Uh, There's been like 10 total. um, And I accidentally clicked on the text tab um, and saw this. Uh, Somebody texted us a video of what looks like a a high school cheerleading dance recital. Hell yeah. Oh, wait. I mean. And wrote, sorry, wrong number. Have fun, guys. Think about being at camp. Show and do stuff. And five, six, seven, eight. Ah! I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was going to be that loud. It wasn't. It was fine. It was very loud for me. So let's play. Let's play a voicemail instead of watching okay. that. Yeah. Oh. Now you've gone what? and done it. Google's trying to get me to call. What? I've never seen this. Did you accidentally call back the person who sent the cheerleading video? No. You're gonna get us all arrested. I don't know what's happening. All right, I've just never re- seen this. Refresh the. I, you found you found the fucking dark web, the Google dark web. Fuck. Congratulations, congratulations. You won. Uh, this is not complying in a way that I've never. I, Close the browser, reopen it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. But I also, uh, I'm also going to get another caller on the line. Okay. Um, Cat Girls Rise Up says, "When will we have a coming of age movie about a kid dropping out of school to follow his dream of becoming a professional Fortnite player?" Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, like Mike too. He gets the ninja headband. Mm-hmm. Bend it like Levens. Just 
please. You don't even have to call me and option it. Just make it. Yeah. You have my permission. We just want to. We just want to watch it. We just want to. We just love great films, and we just love cinema as an art form. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, for my like fucking like video game skills translated into other skills dollar. I want to see things more uh, closely aligned with the last Starfighter, in terms of uh, you were really good at Fortnite, and now you've been drafted to fucking go to an actual island and fight for your life. Um, I'd watch that movie. Condemned Two, Stone Cold Steve Austin launches a battle royale video game, and then the hundred best players of it are invited to an invitational tournament. But it turns out the tournament is real and Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to kill them all or watch them all kill each other like that movie Battle Royale. <laughs> it's not quite how they found the contestants for that movie. No, but, it's but, pretty you know, similar. But yeah, I mean, Steve Austin was in both. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Why don't you hit me? With a caller? Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi there. This is Michael Baginski calling in from Long Island. Hi, Michael. What's on your mind? Well, I uh, mentioned um, in the messages that I've worked multiple concerts that unfortunately weren't Post Malone related, but were Mm -hmm. one of Kendrick Lamar, Lady Gaga, and the popular, uh, I believe, boy band, BTS, and I have maybe a few stories to tell. Some, some mine. Wow. Well, uh, let, let's hear it. What's uh, what's your role uh, there at, at the concert facility? Are you security? Are you bouncing people? Are you bringing basically security? Okay. And uh, and how how'd that go? What was that? What's that been like? Let's hear it. Well, well, this all took place at City Field, home of Vinnie Caravella's The Mets. Mm-hmm. And have you, I, have you ever? Did you ever meet the Mets? I have. I've even wow. met Mr. Met himself. Oh my He's, god, he met Mr. Met. Wow. He has a hell of a figure. Wow. And I've been there for five years, and some of those concerts have happened in that time span. The first of them, I met the Kendrick Lamar one, I vaguely uh, remember. Mostly, I just remember that it was finally a concert that I can actually dance to while I'm working, because everyone else that played there was either like, where this very, very serious rock group or some kind of mm-hmm. country. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ugh. And so the Lady Gaga concert was interesting because it was the one where I forget the dude's name, but what's the dude that is in those commercials with her during Christmas time where they play the creepy song that's basically uh, like is equates to like, you know, very being creepy. Is it, like, is it Robin uh, Thicke? That's my guess. No, not not him. It's 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 the Bradley Cooper. Guy. No, no. I I think of like Dustin Hoffman. Maybe not Dustin Hoffman, but like he plays the piano real well. He's looking Elton for her in the bookstore. No, Josh Groban. Uh, unfortunately, no. Mozart. Oh, I wish, but no. Uh, Tony Bennett. Yes, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. I randomly stumbled upon them because he was giving her like a good luck or whatever and later came out with her at the end of the night and they were preventing me from getting on break for lunch because the hallways are basically everyone goes through the same hallways whether you whether you're the musicians there security whatever role everyone's through the same hallways there and they were blocking my way for like 
15 minutes yeah. as their entourage was there. So that was fun. <laughs> um, but the one I remember most um, with the BTS concert that uh, happened recently was where, you know, it was going well. It was like it was actually cool to actually finally see that group because I've heard about them online before, but yeah. just never seen their songs. And by the end of the night, literally every security guard was called down from every level. So there's like three or four levels to the field besides the ones that were already on the field. And basically we had to hold the fence that was keeping the stage separate from the fans that were also on the field. Wow. Because the fans were almost pushing on top of it because they were trying to that sounds wild. We, 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 you're breaking up a little bit there, but it's, yeah. So, so they rushed the fence. Did you have to hold the line? Yes, we all held the line. Sorry about that. Yeah. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, we can still, we can still hear you. And then, so like, is that like you're pushing against a fence to keep them from breaking it down and they're like screaming and yelling in your face? Basically, yeah. I just literally had one foot on like what held the fence down on the ground while everyone else was just like standing behind it because I wasn't strong enough to keep very very excited women from seeing bts yeah no one is no one yes. is well that's also per- pretty awesome I'll, sorry I, I just wanted to mention yeah in terms of the post malone there was this comment made on the bodega boys podcast if you're familiar with that yeah that i need to just let you know that still makes me laugh is when they visited San Francisco for, like, I guess their tour recently, Mm -hmm. they said, and I quote, that San Francisco is the Post Malone of cities. And I just want to let you know how funny that was to me. Hmm. What is that? All right. Thanks for your call. Let's let's think this through, Ben. What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm all for dunking on San Francisco. As, As a lifelong Bay Area resident. Love to dunk on the city, but I just don't. What is Post Malone okay. to music? What is Post Malone? Uh, he's got white, shitty tattoos on his face. SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess he's. Yeah. Maybe he's technically a SoundCloud. Like, he, like not like not maybe like he's like a proto sound. Yes. I don't know. I, yeah. He he's he is like the mainstream version of the SoundCloud rapper. Sure. Um. Um, what does that mean? It's making me irrationally mad. Trying to, because I feel like if what I even mean, you could, I, could, I would I equate, think I could kind. Of, I don't. I don't know that I can explain what it means, but I think there's a vibe to that that I can go like, yeah. To me, Post Malone is like the Milwaukee of, or like Milwaukee is the Post Malone of cities. <laughs> I don't like know. San but Francisco is like Post Malone. Just seems like shitty, bad baby. Like I don't like. I would. I would take that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. A little bad baby. Why not? Uh, Post Malone. Okay. His music. I. Okay. Again, my opinion here. I think Post Malone's music is poor. That rock star song, somewhat catchy. Yeah, I like that Spider Man song. I don't, I don't know that I know that one. But everything I've tried to listen to has been rough stuff as a as a fan of hip-hop. Which I think he claims he doesn't make. I don't know. Anyway, um, 
Uh, every time I think I see someone thing that is like a quote of his, I just kind of like half the time it just comes across as like, man, this guy's really fucking dumb. Um, and kind of sucks. The Undertaker came out at that one show. That was weird. And made me think less of The Undertaker. Jesus Christ. Post Malone was bo- Post Malone's six years younger than me. Wow. I just instantly turned into dust and I'm blowing away. Yeah. Damn kids and their hip hops. I googled Post Malone famous quotes and it brought me to brainyquote.com slash authors slash Post Malone, okay, which is a great. funny URL All right, to yeah. begin with. Yeah, and the top great. one is... Yeah. <clears throat> I like to be quiet and play guitar and just chill. Yeah. Number two, right under there, I'm just myself. That's the best way to put it. It really is. He's a poet, literally. (laughs) And then right under that, Stevie Nicks is dope. Agreed. (laughs) This dude, I'm I'm coming around on Post Malone, actually. Maybe we were wrong about Post Malone, because Stevie Nicks is dope. (laughs) Well... I don't, <clears throat> voicemails are fucking broken. I've never seen this happen. <laughs> I click on one and it starts auto dialing the number. Oh wow, from that's it. really good. So we'll. I got a hefty hefty bucket. So maybe we'll do like a little heavier yeah. voicemail blowout on next week's up. VMBO on next week's show. <laughs> So keep those voicemails coming into 707 Exit Flu. Uh, Stevie Nicks is dope. We know that. You don't need to call in and tell us Stevie Nicks is dope. We already fucking know. Post Malone just show, showed us the way on that one. Um, that's going to do it for us here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out and calling in. Uh, we learned a lot today about bus driving and security securing. Uh and apparently tacos are back at that place and i that's it's big news around these parts around these parts around yeah around these parts around these parts uh, maybe too big news around these parts <laughs> we'll see you next week more stuff see you later